Welcome to the Meeple Syrup After Show, Designers Discussing Design. We're on episode 53. The con is on, and we are talking more about cons. I got it right off the bat, throw a, a clarifier. Sue said that uh, Sen and I are just designers. Um, but uh, actually, before I was a designer, I was an event slash logistics person, and still am, uh, because I've run a few cons in my day, and uh, Sen has helped with many a cons as well. So, uh, did you ever get the, caught? On the yeah, on the record, we have actually <laughs> been uh, been involved. For instance, uh, Brian was sharing about the surprise when people show up. I ran the board game bash in my hometown a couple years ago, and we had seven people pre-register, and we had 225 people show up. So, was a wonderful problem, uh, but it was a problem because we actually had to. We ran out of chairs, and people started playing on the floor because <sighs> we had so many people, and they didn't want to leave. And we had tons of prizes. Uh, thankfully, because we used especially the model Play to Win, which I, I'd love for us to chat a little bit more about Play to Win and other ways that people have done, you know, prizes and things like that. But uh, uh, that was one of our kind of selling features is that we had a variety of fantastic support from publishers and uh, that kind of sold the event but didn't really sell the, the pre-orders. So... Uh, on that note, maybe some of the early days. Let's talk. You know, not not maybe uh, BGG Con now, but you know, what are some examples of either cons that you've been part of during the early days, or uh, other cons that you've attended? We we didn't even scratch the surface of of other conventions, and I know probably in this room alone, we've been to probably fifteen, twenty different cons. So freestyle, yeah. Well, I've um, back before I was uh, world famous running BGGCon, I did go to Origins <laughs> one year um, and had a good time out there. And you know, the local, the 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 weekend con out and lived out in Denver and went to Genghis Con. Um, once I started doing BGG, I I, I spent my time uh, my turn at the uh, on the Essen trip. Uh, going over to get the new games for a couple of years. The the years leading up to, of course, now BGG does the the internet streaming. But I went the years before that, where we just we went and bought the games. Um, and I, I I like to also going to the um, the more family oriented cons that are not publicized, but you know the and and I I hate. It, on the one sense, them being private, but I go to golf games. Uh, been there a few times, which is I've heard great things about the golf. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a great con. It's invite only, um, yep. so that they can keep it tight and small and, and family oriented. And of course, I've been to the Gathering of Friends uh, a few times, which is a very similar model. And that's kind of what we wanted to do with BGG Con is go, uh, Gathering of Friends or golf games, but for the public. Yeah. I think that's a great model. Um, I prefer the smaller cons, uh, as Daryl and I have talked a few times, that uh, they just allow you to, I don't know, breathe, <laughs> get a little bit more out of your time there, and, and it's not just running, 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 and running into people, and you don't get overloaded with all your, your senses and things like that. So I appreciate those. Um, I think there's 
a lot to be said about conventions, though. I, I think they're one of the best things ever. Um, growing up in northern Ontario, which is kind of like Michigan, uh, except further north and colder, um, there, were, there was nobody at the time. And so the internet was a huge thing for me to find people who would, who would also game and things like that. And then now it's more, okay, I actually have to go places to do these things and, and play games with people uh, that I've met over the internet. And so I don't see the internet replacing conventions at all. I, I think that it's only going to make people want to travel more to these things because the people they meet online are so cool um, because they're just like-minded. Have you? Do you think that uh, you know that has been a driving force, or is it mostly local people that come to your conventions? Well, earlier we were talking a little bit about before we went uh, on air, but uh, I'll speak to that with you know I brought up uh, my game, the game group that I started just about four years ago with West right. Michigan Tabletop Gamers. This and, is you know, a serious I, network. You were telling yeah. me how big this thing is. This yeah, is crazy. It's, it's almost 750 people. Um, you know, it was just under four years ago that I started it, and um, that was that was an outreach on my own. I mean, I honestly, I started it <laughs> for a couple different reasons, but one of the reasons was because it is it's so tough as we get older. I love to role play, um, you know, various different systems, and uh, and I wanted to find some guys or gals to play some D and D. And as you get older, it's tough to, to coordinate that, you know, with kids and other life life happenings. But So I was like, well, I'm going to start this group, and <laughs> here I am four years later, and it's mostly board gaming, but, um, you know, almost all board gaming. But uh, uh, there's still, there's a there's a there's basically another group that spun off of mine called West Michigan Role-Playing Gamers, and they're up to two or 300 members. Um, so I'm kind of the parent group to that. But... Uh, it's it's just a situation where that has been a huge catalyst into the, the driving force behind my convention. It's kind of been the spark, if you will, um, that started up GrandCon. And, and as the convention has grown, so has my uh, game group uh, as well. Ours, our experience is obviously just a little bit different, seeing we spawned out of a online community that was worldwide. Um, we actually get... Uh, I our numbers last year were less than 40% came from the state of Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's we're, interesting. Yeah, yeah we're, that's we're drawing in nationwide and, you know, international. Every year we have somebody from Australia or Jerusalem or... Or Canada. Canada, yeah. We get, we get a lot of Canadians coming down. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, but, there's a lot of Canadians that are okay with going to Dallas in November. That's not a hard sell. That's not a hard sell. That's right. That's right. But yeah, that's 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 uh, you know like our our statistics, Jeff, and and gang here. The um, uh, let's see, was it seventy about seventy five percent of our attendees right now are currently from within a hundred 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 twenty five mile radius. Sure, sure. So yeah. we're just scratching the surface here. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, like Sen was saying before, I mean, the beauty of cons is, I mean, people are just finding each other, and it's like, um, I think it was Isaac Shalev who said uh, to me one time that, that cons are like adult camp 
you know, where you finally <laughs> you get to go and see your friends again, and you hang out, and you play games, and you go for food, and it's like you get a little bit of a stress relief where you're walking away from regular life, but also there's something about just you know people knowing you and ha- and like just having this place where it kind of feels like home, where it kind of feels like a place to let loose um, and have fun and. Uh, I, I think that's one of the beauties of cons and that people really find themselves and find people like them um, at conventions. So Through the power of board gaming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of my favorite things, though, is, and we forgot, I forgot to ask you guys during the main show, is where to eat. Where, where to eat mm. at the convention? Cause this is my kind of question. You like yeah. food. So, <laughs> Brian, at, at Grand Con, where are the places? Well, uh, you know... Where the convention center is at, uh, you have a few close by within walking distance, but uh, there's Sundance Bar and Grill, which is right across the street, which is a fantastic um, breakfast, lunch spot. Uh, there's Bagger Days, which is a hamburger joint. They uh, serve local, uh, a local brewed pop, if you will, or, or bottled pop, and they it's kind of a build-your-own-burger-house. And then there's another uh, restaurant just beyond that called Brand Steakhouse, which is your... Uh, typical American, you know, food, and they're also offering discounts. We've arranged it that as long as you come in with your badge, you're going to get a discount yeah. off your meal awesome. for for the week. Now, if you want to hop in a vehicle and take a little drive, Grand Rapids is known for its cuisine. It has been voted really? uh, two years in a row for <laughs> your city USA. Wow! Uh, Ooh, yeah. We have some of the best uh, microbrew beer in the country. Okay, uh, that I can understand. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So. Uh, besides downtown, uh, you know, eateries, there's some there's some great places to go and eat if you have the time to break away. But you're going to want to play games too much, so that yeah. that's always the tension. You want to eat, you're dying, you're fading, but how do you yeah. step away from the games? Yeah, yeah. that's a power bar. Not you can take away anything. There is a there is a small uh, pub restaurant in the hotel, but we all know how. Those yeah. Games, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The well, we unspoken. Have, at BGG, it's a little bit uh, different. First of all, it's it's <laughs> oh, yeah. Texas, and so everybody at least arranges trying to arrange one trip out to Hard Eight Barbecue, which is a it, it should be a theme park. It's a, it's a experience in and of itself. If you've if you haven't been to Hard Eight, you know that's there's always at least one, if not two, threads on the site every year oh, yeah. talking about going to Hard Eight, and then everyone else pitching in about, well, there's better barbecue, but Hard Eight's good enough. <laughs> so, he, so this is the question because Sen and I are serious uh, grillers, and David and I are even yes. working on a game about smoking and grilling meat. So we, we take this serious. Okay, yeah, we're well, already serious about our, our meat. Is Hard Eight the best? And it. If not, or if there's a close second, where is it? Hard eight is the best within uh, distance of getting back to the gaming table. Oh, okay. So you, you qualified so it. If, I get it. If, if distance wasn't an issue. If distance wasn't an issue, well, then you're going to, I don't know, they're going to string me up here in Dallas, but you're probably going down to Austin or something. <laughs> oh, wow. that was actually the test. I didn't yeah. know. Actually, I didn't sorry, Jeff, just I said that today about Austin. <laughs> Repeat yourself on that. What was that? <laughs> well, let me, just, let me just say, I am. I love barbecue. I'm not an aficionado. I'm not an expert. Hard Eight is good enough for me. It's as good as any other place I've been to. I haven't been down to Austin myself, but yeah, right. um, 
but no heart heart aid is is the traditional you walk past the smoker you order your meat by the pound and and then they weigh your plate and charge you um and you always order three times as much as you need to but it, it's real yeah, texas barbecue place it's, it's protein overload i'll tell yeah. you yeah to put this into perspective, and I don't want to make this the barbecue show, but I have to. <laughs> it could totally be the barbecue show. <laughs> but I, I have to say this because I'm very proud of this. I am actually flying not to Dallas, but I am flying to Chicago for my trip to BGG. And that is because I'm meeting with uh, Philip from Eggertspiel, and we are okay. doing a road trip of hitting barbecue spots on the way. Nice. So we will be hitting like nice. St. Louis and Memphis and a few different spots to try to get all the best barbecue. Don't well, forget then, Little Rock. You're going to go to Little Rock. And then you'll finish up where barbecue really is king. Yeah, I mean, well... All those other places, we'll they have see. their own styles. We'll see. Texas barbecue by... But I did want to throw in, it. that's not the only place to eat. You know, right. You can't spend your yes. whole week at Hard Eight. The hotel, there's actually nothing within walking distance because we are inside... The airport. We are on yep. DFW Airport, where you're inside the toll booth, um, and inside the security fence there. So the hotel has great options. Uh, they've got a world-class steakhouse. Um, steak is good. Oh yeah, and that Mr. G's is good steak. Now I, fortunately, I've never had to pay for it. The hotel treats me a couple. You know, they've treated me a couple and of times so there. Good. Yeah, but uh, it's you know it it is world class steakhouse. But they've also got Jacob's Grill, which is a regular hotel restaurant. They've got a bar. They've got a you know Starbucks sandwich counter. But then for the gamers, that's all up on the lobby level, uh, down on the ground floor where the convention happens. They we it's not really catered, but they bring in what they call cash and carry. So right. for lunch and for dinner. You you know you pay five bucks for a hamburger and and a dollar if you want to add a banana and a soft drink and whatever, um, but you can literally, okay it's the middle of my turn my turn ends I run over grab a sandwich bring it back to the gaming table and you never have to it's almost as easy as having an IV hooked up. Yeah. Now why a lot of burgers and bananas. Burgers and bananas, like not burgers and fries. Because oh, you want to be healthy, right? You know, if you they balance. <laughs> yeah, the banana, the burgers. Right. Yeah, they counteract okay. each other. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know when I was when I was down there uh, last year, we we went to Lockhart. Oh, that's on my that's on my dream location spots. Yeah, that was yeah. Uh, that was a good that was a good barbecue house. How right how far a drive was that? Uh, 25 minutes, maybe. Oh, that seems far more possible. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's, that's cool. not bad. Hard, hard yeah. 8 is only, you know, 10 minutes uh, away. Yeah. But you're going to you're stand in line. But, yeah, there are some, you know, I, I could pull up the thread right now. It's already started for this year as to, you know, whether Hard 8 is good enough barbecue or not. <laughs> and I, I think uh, JR is going to have to treat you, Daryl, to steak uh, on my behalf. Oh, yeah. JR and I, I did, are going to have to take yeah, that, that thread. Yeah, all of a sudden, Sen just ticked off all of Texas. No, it wasn't me. Oh, it was no. Rick. It, it was, was Rick. Rick. It was Rick. It's totally Rick. <laughs> Rick. Rick busts out that Texas does not know how to cook a steak. Oh, yeah, them's fighting words. Yeah, he's from New York too, Rick. So it's like, what do you know? About? Oh, which, well, we don't care then. We don't care what New Yorkers have to say. 
Isn't it Rick from New York? I think he's from New York. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He, he lives near me. Right, right, right. So, um, what about other cons do you like? Like, if you could pick one thing from another con and bring it to your con, to BGG Con or to Grand Con, what would it be? Uh, you know, I, I like the camaraderie. I like the I like the family-driven, friendly atmosphere. And Grand Con's actually um, been building around that. So um, you know, I, I enjoy I enjoy the gatherings atmosphere, and I like to see that uh, slightly injected into Grand Con. I don't want to be the gathering. You know, the gathering is the gathering. But um, uh, you know, a little piece of that, I I very much enjoy going to BGG Con. Um, so it just seems like I think for Grand Con we've incorporated just a little piece of most of the conventions that are known out there, you know, from Gen Con Origins, BGG Con, and the Gathering, and we've made our own out of that. You know, we've taken that Play-Doh and molded our own. Sure. So um, that's good. <clears throat> loved it. You know, it's it's tough. I, I you know one of the biggest things, and Jeff, you, you you've got a, a solid attendance, you know, year after year. But I think uh, something else that could be said too. The tough thing is making sure your vendors are happy. <laughs> so that's yeah. a very that's a very tough well, sell, especially. Yeah. I mean, you can see we, so many people. Yeah, we, uh, we do quite a bit um, to 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 try and make our vendors happy. And I hear from some of our vendors that you know we're their favorite show. I don't hear that from all vendors, and I don't have any delusions that you know we're the best show for all people for all reasons. But uh, we just try and treat them just like gamers too. You know, we know they're they're there to to promote themselves, but a lot of them are there to have fun, and and they come to BGG Con as kind of the end of the con season, take a deep breath, and just be able to interact with the gamers uh, on the same level. Essen, you know, right after us, and you see you see some prototypes, you see some. Hey, they're going to be published next year, um, yeah. but you also get to play the Essen games as well. And so, and it's just, it's usually, I, I, I enjoy BGG for what it is, and Grand Con's built a lot like it, if you will, in their aspect that it's very, um, it, it seems like it's not long enough, of course, like most conventions, but you're not rushed. You're not, you know, you're yeah. not elbow to elbow trying to figure out where you're going. Everything is in a fairly centralized area, um, you know, and you're, you're there to, for a sole purpose, is to see friends maybe you don't see very often. Uh, and you know, play games with them, have a good time, and relax. You know, so yeah. So yeah. here's a question for you guys. I um, went to Dice Tower Con um, in Florida. Just I don't know. It was like in July. I went to Orlando in July voluntarily. Yeah. <laughs> it was air conditioned though, right? You had a momentary lapse. Yeah, of but you like the way the hotel is. You have to like leave and walk half a mile. From your room, room doors, to the right? Like, like it was horrible. But anyway, the convention was wonderful, and I had a blast. But it was interesting because I saw a lot of, um, not a lot, but I saw a little bit of chatter on Facebook and on um, the Geek uh, that some people were saying that it felt a little more clicky. Um, than previous years, where I remember being in the open gaming room, which is huge, kind of like BGG Con, which is awesome, where you just have this massive room of people playing games, and you know you have these signs like "Players Wanted, Players Wanted," and what people were saying is it seemed like a lot of people were only playing with the people they came with or the people they came to see, and there wasn't as much mingling and meeting new people, 
And it was yeah. interesting because I remember uh, before I'd ever seen those threads, I was sitting in the convention and I noticed that there were like 12 tables with Players Wanted signs up and I'm like, just talk to each other. Like, yeah. Got together. <laughs> yeah, you know, everyone wants to play what they want to play, but I'm like, you guys could all be playing the game right now totally. if you would just get together. Yeah, it's a um, wait time. Just play that game while you wait. Totally. So I know, that happens at all conventions. Though, is that just the way it, it is does. and people need to get over it? it? I, I think there's a, there's a group of, of people that need to kind of get out of their comfort zone just a little bit and 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 take some initiative on on time. I I, I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble with this, but there's a thread on the geek right now that I've been watching. I haven't responded to yet, but people are asking, you know, we we do the players wanted flags, we do the teachers wanted flags. Well, some people are asking for flags that as I understand it are basically I'm ready to play a game. Please ask me to play your game. <laughs> now, oh, no. I, by by no means, I don't want to, you know, belittle anyone. And and I respect. Sometimes it's hard for for introverts to feel like they're. It's okay to ask, but in, in my mind, the social contract is incumbent upon you to. If you're at my convention, you're willing to play a game, and and you are perfectly expected to ask to play any game or to go up to a table that has players wanted and say hey can I play the game mm-hmm. um, it's it's not I I don't want anyone to and, and I know they're, they're, they're not, it's not coming from a sense of entitlement or you know make my entertainment for me but it it's it it's a little bit like that where okay I'm here now make me happy and and it takes a little effort to have fun, and we expect everyone to, you know, have fun and to expend that effort and make new friends. Yeah. Um, anybody wearing a Team Geek uh, t- uh, jersey, and I forgot to mention this on the show earlier, how awesome Team Geek is to yeah, help us you, run this show. You definitely have amazing jerseys too. I just want to yeah. say that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but we have amazing people inside the jerseys. Yes. I Even better. The- People, the people yeah. make the jersey, Daryl. Come on, yes, yes exactly. Yes, yes. And and any one of them, if you're a little shy, and a lot of us are, um, yep. and and having a hard time getting into a game, find somebody in a jersey, and they'll get you into a game. But don't just sit back and wait for someone to ask you to play their game, because then it's not going to happen. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, the, the, the same people, the same people that are sitting out there playing a game, are just as uh, intimidated themselves to ask you to come play with them. Yes. You know? yeah. so, right. so then you're just you're just standing you're just there looking at you, kind of like at a, a sixth grade dance. So yeah. <laughs> you put a balloon between you guys. Totally is. That's exactly the right. Wallflowers. Yeah. It's I, funny because I, I, I think that, that you know it's becoming more of a destination trip for groups of people as well, though, right? Conventions. I know that Daryl and I have friends who go down to Gen Con every year and they have this, you know, plan and this attack and they do things in a certain order um, and that's their thing and they may never play with other people, they may actually never see other people, but um, that's just Gen Con. You know, my, my thought to that is, okay, I will admit, BGG Con is not the cheapest way to spend a weekend. It, it, it it's expensive to run, and it's expensive to just come and attend. If especially if you're coming from out of state or whatever, and if you're going to come with your group of people and play games with just them for the whole weekend, let me clue you in: you could save a whole lot of money by just doing that back where you were, and you'll probably play 
most of the same games you would back at home anyway. I mean, yeah, we have we do have the new hotness from Essen and all that, but still, you can you can have fun without that. So, come and meet new people. That's what it's all about. Absolutely. Uh, actually, you 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 said something I want to jump on. Hotness Essen. Uh, while I have a few people here, help me do a little research because I'm going to be doing a video with Stephanie Straw on the weekend. Uh, we got to do a new a nerd syrup. Uh, episode of upcoming <laughs> games uh, for Essen, and I'm curious, what are some of the games uh, people here are, you know, either looking forward to or already know are going to be hits? I mean, I'll, I'll throw out a shout out. Uh, R and R's in in here. I'm super psyched about Mombasa. We have two really solid games coming. Oh, uh, and uh, Rome, Mombasa, yeah. and Brett Meyer's game, yes. uh, Rome City of Marble, which. Uh, I just recently played a round of that, and that's it's a it's a solid it's a both, solid tight game. Both games I played, both games I highly recommend. They're awesome. Yeah, yeah. Mombasa's a game where yeah, it's a two hour, it's about a two hour game once you get into it. But you uh, once you finish it, it's one of the rare ones that you finish it and you do you do want to play it again. You know, I mean, like you really like. Hey, I could play this again right now, yep. uh, just because of the the diversity of the game and what it has to offer as far as the strategy. So we're pretty excited for both. Um, you know, we've got, uh, and then of course we always have our family and party game lines. So we're releasing some new Times Up expansions, and we're going to have some spellcaster expansions. Oh yay! I love spellcasters. Uh, spellcasters, yeah. yeah. So we're we're working on we're working on some things. You know, for the holidays we've got another game coming out, which is you know. Yes, it kind of looks like it, but it's not, and it's it's Quirkle, but it's it's a game called Gobblestones, and oh, oh yeah. yes, that's yeah. Steven. Is that that's Stephen Glenn. Glenn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stephen Glenn, yeah, yep. So and then we just released, you know, Panda Head, which is a very simple trick. <laughs> All right, Panda Head. Yeah, it's great for the it's great for the kids. It's awesome for eight years old and up. It's a and, really, uh, really flag cute. flippers, right? Flipping flags. All I know is that Dan just posts about that game every day. So yeah, yeah. it's flipping flags, Dan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, now flipping flags is actually a, a real riot of a game. I have that one and our other one called Face Chase. Um, I have had more fun playing with uh, adults with that game than I ever thought I would. So uh, I've learned some new countries because people get so excited. They, they, they have a difficult up. time of saying a country's name. So we've <laughs> nice. discovered some new countries with the flags. Uh, and Face Chase is, is your, you know, your, your wonderful speed, speed card playing game, and it's great for, for the kids. I mean, even, you know, if you took your time, even a three- or four-year-old could actually play it, but... You know, it's really meant uh, it's meant for the seven-year-olds on up and have a good time with it. So we're excited. Good times. Any other recommendations, Essen stuff people are looking forward to? Uh, Jeff, just, any predictions uh, uh, in the hot room? Uh, Everyone, jump in. Yeah, you know, uh, I'm gonna. I, I'm so busy running the show, I don't get to do a whole lot of uh, research ahead of time. So I, I'm, I don't know uh, a lot of things that are coming out, but I do. Uh, I'll just throw one plug out there. I am excited to see what happens with 504. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I like Stronghold Games, uh, and I like Freedom and Freeze, and I'm just very intrigued. I think that one's going to be big. 
And yep. then the other one that's going to be big because it's already big or, or growing, I think, is Codenames. Codenames is going to yeah. get a lot of play at BGGCon. Oh, I yeah. played it last totally night for the first time and just loved it. Yeah. Codenames, Codenames picked up uh, from The Gathering this year. It was something that we couldn't talk about for those yeah. that were able to play it. Yeah. And uh, Check Games uh, edition, I mean, they, they essentially just flat out said they wouldn't have brought it out. Uh, but because of the uh, excitement that they saw at the gathering, they they got it to the table as fast as they could. So well, and and my thought around. playing it last night was this is a game that should have existed for the last twenty years. I mean, this yeah. is so oh, yeah, elegant. For sure. this, this is a game that should have always been. We should have been yep. playing this for years now. Yeah. Yep. And Vlada is just uh, he's he's amazing in his diversity of designs. Yeah. Yes. How, how different his games can be, but. But I I haven't played a bad one yet, even though I always have terrible luck at Galaxy Trucker. <laughs> you, can That's just Galaxy most, Trucker. you can build the most beautiful ship and it doesn't matter. Pirate <laughs> always gonna hit you. Yeah, <laughs> fan pirates. Um what other things are coming out at Essen? I'm, gonna, I'm not I'm not I'm the best for this. Out, uh, Niagara. Oh, Porta Niagara. Uh, Porta Niagara I'm very excited about. Really? Yeah, I'm excited about it. I yeah. love that game. I have mixed feelings about it. Yeah, that was. Oh, I love that game. How about game. Mule? What about Mule? Mule, yeah, that looks yeah. awesome. I mean, if it if it's if it's what it is, if it's what I think it is, then yeah, yeah. That'll, be, that'll be great. Um, and the portal game, right? Yeah, exactly. The, the kick game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did, I saw it at Gen Con. I wasn't crazy about it. Mm, okay. Which yeah. game is that? The the portal portal game, the cake. Yeah, the portal, the board game based on the portal video game. Oh, okay. I thought you were portal as the publisher. No, no, no. no. Oh, that would be kind of I love portal games. Yeah. I was still yeah. stuck on Mule. I don't know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm just the plan. I don't want to, you know, I'm not being quoted here, but Portal Games is coming to BGGCon. They've come last year, and I think the year before. Maybe last year was their first year. They are going to be an Ultimate Geek sponsor this year, which means. They contribute a lot of games to the attendees. If you've attended BGGCon before, you know that you usually, usually, I never promise it, but usually you walk away with four or five games right when you get your badge. Yep. And wow. we are very excited, very excited about what they are going to be contributing this year. Um, That's such a tease. About, We're excited about all of our uh, Ultimate Geek sponsors, but uh, this one's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. Wow. Excellent. Another game is uh, Time Stories. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. That's so going to be good. I'm stoked for that one. That looks amazing. Well, and there's a there's another Splatter game coming out this year yeah. too. I, I oh, was yeah. like looking at those. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Oh, uh, what? Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> What's uh, that one? I can't remember what. Oh, it's a uh, fast food. Fast food. Yeah. Uh, oh, right. It's not fast yes. food franchise. It's it's fast. It's something yeah. about managing a fast food company. Right. But. Oh yeah. Gosh. Where can I pre-order this? Like right now, if not you, yesterday. You, yeah, it, it, they may already be sold out. I was with just gonna say you got to get it before it sells out. Yeah. yeah. Quick. I own every some... one of their games. I'm surprised I missed that one. That boat Seb. just sailed. But Seb, what were some of those ones from the the that preview at Indianapolis Colt place that you're looking forward to? Oh. You got, you got um, to see a whole bunch of games. Oh, from Asmodee. Um, and partners. Them, it was like yeah, a whole bunch of, a lot of them are coming out. A lot of them are sort of already in the works. 
quick out. But um, Mafia de Cuba was really fun. Uh, it's a social oh, deduction yeah. game that uh, has a cigar box, and you, you're picking out stuff from it. And that was good. Um, what was the name of that one that I played and then we had to leave? The oh, that was uh, the... I love that one. Uh, Hotel of Blood. Yeah, it was awesome. It was it's one of those games where you could use your card in like four ways. I love yeah, when you. It was a little, little bit weird. Oh, it was totally weird, but weird, weird and me work together. So. <laughs> you are, you are kind of weird. Um, other games that are coming out at Essen, I don't know. Nothing has really have stuck you, out to me yet. But. Did you see? Have you? Has anybody played Flock? The AEG is bringing out. I mean, I'm just so drawn by the art. Um, it's oh. a bird-themed game. It has really great art. I'll look into this. I'm such a... I don't know. It, it, I'm so easy. Like You can't judge a book by its cover, but good yeah, art in the, the game will always grab me. Do yeah. not know about that. Flock. All right, here we are, looking it up. So I'll, I'll definitely have to... I mean, i got to do more research still before the weekend, but this gives me some, some things to... To look into. Well, I can recommend a pretty good website that's collected a lot of this. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's definitely there might that might be my go-to resource. Yeah, yeah. there you go, Daryl. There's Flock. Ooh, a blue oh, jay. Oh, that is nice. It has a blue jay on it. That's always worth something. I'm in. If it's got the blue jays. <laughs> that looks a little um, Tokaido like in in the art style. Art style, yeah, totally. Yeah. It, it Which, looks pretty simple, like a little set collection or something, but yeah. art. It looks, it, oh, it, that art. You know, it looks like uh, Stefan Alexander's game. That's what I want to, you know, talk about, Sam? Yeah, yeah, The bird game he designed. It says the oh. mechanics in it are area control, influence, and worker placement. Oh, okay. And you're, um, you're, you're feeding, nest building, and hatching. <laughs> Way to go. Like a bird. Yeah, yeah. He'll only fly away. Um, what else? What else is there coming out of Essen that I'm interested in? I don't know. How about Dice City? Has anybody tried Dice City? No. I have. I didn't get to play it, but the reactions seem mixed. Mixed, yeah. That's what I'm picking up on too. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to give away. I have a bunch already, but I don't want to give too much away. You have to watch Nerd Syrup. Um, oh, so, okay. You're just asking. Oh, is other ones. Well, I'm asking so that I make sure I don't miss anything. And... Okay. Well, I can't help you. You know me. I'm not good. <laughs> is Pandemic Legacy going to be out at Essen? It actually comes out a couple of days before. Yeah. Okay. So it comes out on, I believe, the 8th. My kids and I have had a great time with Risk Legacy. Yeah. Uh, and I just love the whole legacy concept. That's yeah. just so cool. I just came back from the Alliance. Uh, Alliance oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you I get to play it? I got to see it. No, I did not get uh, to play it. You, yeah. didn't, you didn't get to touch it? Um, <laughs> just well, see it. I mean, Zev, Zev guards the games very well, so... Oh, come on. Zev! Zev! I was going to say, didn't Dice, didn't Dice Tower get a copy already? I think uh, they put out a video. I'm sure somebody's Spo- got a copy. Spoiler free, but I think they have... Uh, I, I know Eric Martin has played it, and uh, he's tweeted yes. about it on uh, the BGG News feed. Yeah, yeah. Eric, he, always, he always gets to play the games. Plays yeah. all the games. Yeah, he oh, met, uh, It was like on on Twitter or Facebook where it was like he, him, Sophie, Rob, DeVoe, and yeah. someone else all yeah. played it together. It yeah. was like, I, I vaguely remember that. Making the rest of us jealous. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, so it's Food Chain Magnate. There we go. Yeah. Pre-orders are sold out. 
from Nicholas. Nicholas told us that, Ooh. and then uh, oh, um, they maybe maybe some are. It's listed maybe, again. They so all have some of them. Uh, what else is there? Can you? I don't know. No, that's all. That's all you have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there's Floating Market and Spirits of the Rice Paddy, which are two yes. games I backed on Kickstarter. Um, that I'm looking forward to getting my yes. hands on and trying. Floating, floating Market will not be for sale at Essen. No. Okay. It'll be for demo only. Um, okay. Yeah. Is that when the Gallerist is coming out too? Yes, yes. the Gallerist. Very excited about that. I'm. I'm. If, if all things go well. I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure if Orphan Black will be out then, but that'd be something. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. That might be a good game. I don't know. Some. I'm goose, very excited. Some, you know some funny? goose from Canada designed it. I just. I just finally caught up. On oh, good. Episodes. So now I'm, I. I can fully be spoiler free. Yay! Well, there's no spoilers in the game because it's only no, season no, no. one. But yeah, but well, just... there might be season two stuff in there. But it's up to season three now, so... Yes. Is Best Treehouse ever going to be out at SN, do you know? Oh, that's a good question. I have not researched the release date of that. I will look into that. I, I have, like, a preview copy of that game. It's Jason so Katarski is going to be at my convention. Oh, yes. Mm. I want to... I, I, don't quote me on it, but I want to say that he said it was going to it was going to be here in time for my convention. Oh, that'd be nice. That's like in like two weeks. Grand Con release. Yeah, nice. <laughs> we actually have a couple potential releases. So what um, else? Um, well, Vault Wars. Vault, oh, Vault Wars. Yes. Vault Wars. Love Vault Wars. Yeah. So that was another one, and there was oh shoot, one other one that I know that was brought up. In conversation, but these are all tentative because it's you know my convention this year is literally like a week and a half before Essen, so <laughs> because Essen, Essen decided early to, this year, yeah, they decided to shift the dates for whatever reason. So yeah, you think you have it bad? It's Canadian Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> that was a tough. That was a tough sell. Yeah, I'm not going to be at home eating turkey because I'll be in Germany playing games. I even have a turkey in my freezer ready. <laughs> Actually, you that's just... the saving grace for BGGCon. Um, it, it's the weekend before Thanksgiving, but also the right. weekend after my daughter's birthday. Well, there you go. And okay. so I just managed to she's six, so you can't, there's no <laughs> birthdays when you're six. They're like... Like right. I do the birthday party and then just, like I literally like that weekend then I fly out on Tuesday to be GGCon. Otherwise nice. I'd be hosed. That's awesome. Also, Suze, I'm surprised you did not notice my hat. I did, did but I didn't I like it was like the conversation. Yeah, there was fine. no there was no time to say. I, just I love got it, it. I just got it in the mail. Oh really? Well Does anyone does anyone know Yeah, uh, but did you test? not Sen. Oh. Right, we'll we'll test Brian or uh, Jeff. It's going right over my head. Uh, it's Brian. right on Daryl's head. What is that? A Kingdom Hearts hat? I don't know. Oh, that's close. Oh, though. close. Do you know David? No. All right, Suze, say say the big reveal. So I am fortunate enough to live in an area. I live in the Seattle, Washington area that has the best local game store cafe in the world. It's there's two of them. There's Mox Boarding House and Card Kingdom and Cafe Mox and that that's their their logo. And yeah, yeah. um 
when you're in Seattle, if you haven't had a chance to to visit us, I've heard of Card Kingdom. Yeah, it's yes, it's 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 a kingdom of cards. Yeah. Well, I'm very excited Everything because after Essen, I'm going to the Seattle area for three weeks, and wow. this is where I'll be most of the time because that would be the easiest way to find me. Hang Absolutely. Hanging out with Susan, all the awesome Seattle peeps. Lots I'm so and lots excited. of them. Seattle's kind of a thing, right? So. See, we are the thing. Come on, people. <laughs> so, the the only reason why we let you slide down is because like Canada and Seattle are so close. You right, right, right. Yeah. So well, when we announced BGG at sea, did you think it was going to be at Seattle? I you you broke my heart. Yeah. Just like I. Uh, oh, so. Well, they would have called it BGG at SeaTac. Yeah, no. not Seattle. It would have been BGGC. That would have been amazing for Seattle. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. So so let's talk about this BGG can. Yes. <laughs> let's talk about well, this. How can we make this happen? How can we make BGG can happen? Like, who do we got to pay? Yeah. <laughs> who, who do you, what do you well, need us to do? And 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 it have happen. it on the west coast of Canada. Yeah, we could do. Mm-hmm. Sure, we could do that. Potentially Vancouver. Yeah. Vancouver. Okay, um, you know I we're we talk about a lot of different things, and uh, I don't know what what are the import fees if we're driving across the border with you know two semi truckloads worth of board games? Oh, um, you just say you know maple syrup. We call up Dylan. Oh no, we just call up Dylan. Call up Dylan. Yeah, Dylan and Dylan says, "Don't worry about these things." I I, I hate to say it, getting into Canada would be a whole lot easier than I think getting back into the states. That's uh, yes. yeah. Yes. yeah. Well, Dylan would say these are not the board games you're looking say, for. Uh, yeah. Not you know not to not to say anything against what you said earlier, Jeff, but I mean you know Grand Rapids, Michigan is super close to Canada, and we could we can always talk and make something happen. <laughs> make it happen. That's right. Partnerships. Yeah. We like we like encouraging partnerships. So. Yeah, sure, sure. It, it's kind of funny. Yeah. There, there's a few dominoes that have to fall first, um, but uh, you know who knows what the future brings. Right now, as I said earlier, we we gotta we gotta grow BGG Spring, and um, just make sure we we could grow faster than um, than we want to. You know, we 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 have limited growth intentionally year after year, ten to twenty percent. Except for there was that little aberration where we still had two years left on our contract at the Westin, where we were capped at about twelve hundred people, and so we sold out in less than five days that last year before we you know moved to our current location. Um, We sold out selling out anyway. (laughs) And what is what is the current cap for you guys? Current cap is um, we did about 2,400 attendee badges. Of course, uh, exhibitor badges are about 300, 350. So we're going to be somewhere in the 27 to 2,800 uh, this year. Now, last year was the first time ever where it started to feel maybe a little bit too crowded. And... Mm. I'm going to qualify that. I had people telling me they couldn't find tables. I know there was always a table available, but it was hard to find. Right. So um, we're doing a couple things about that this year. One, we limited badges by about 100 less than we did last year. But also we're trying an experiment, and this is a scoop. Nobody's watching this, right? I'm, Nobody's watching <laughs> it. It's, it's going to go public on the website. 
it's going to go public on the website in a couple of days. I'm, I'm trying to get everything in place, but we're, we have some additional space in the hotel. Every floor, there's like 13 floors in the hotel. Every floor has a mini breakout room. Ooh. Oh, and That's on cool. the 11th floor, they uh, 11 one third of the 11th floor is not guest rooms. They call the the executive conference level, and so these are set up for like executive boardrooms, really nice, fancy schmancy. They're giving all of us, they're making all of that space available to us this year. Wow. And so we're going to put some special events up on the 11th floor, cool. and. Um, you know, if you're tasting parties going to happen, what's that? That where the scotch tasting party is going oh. to happen? Uh, no, no, the scotch tasting party still, for legal reasons, has to happen in attendee private hotel rooms. Uh, mm -hmm. That cannot happen in any public space. Is, cannot... is, is there actually a, a regular scotch tasting thing? At there is an that would help me come more. There I is an unofficial scotch. scotch tasting that is run by. Uh, Bart, uh, I can't remember his last name. I'll look it up and Bart, that's, kill me. That's all, yeah. Yeah, um, cool. it, but it has no association whatsoever with the convention <laughs> itself. Semi-official. Disavows all knowledge. Yes, that's yeah. right. But Nobody it, knows about it. It's not official. Yeah. Well, just, yeah. Just watching her night from last week. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it does happen. Okay. But, um, one thing I'm going to do, and maybe I'll get uh, Paul Yall. Um, I'm going to put this up on the website to help with the, you know, find, I, I don't imagine people are going to go from room 225 to 425 to 525 just looking for open tables. They're not going to wander up there like no, they do no. the rest of our space. Yeah. So I'm going to put some low-resolution cameras in these rooms that take Ooh. a picture every 15 minutes. Yeah, oh, that's stop motion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there will be a website where you can look up and see the entire convention. As long as it's mobile friendly, that's cool. Yeah, it, it's it's gonna be um, low resolution pictures so that you know nobody's really videoing you or anything. No, no, no. And it's one picture every 15 minutes, just basically enough resolution to see where are the empty tables. Tablefinder.com. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. You can go get your game out of the library and okay, where are we gonna play? Well, there's there's three open tables up on the 14th, or we don't have a 14th floor, but up on the 12th floor. <laughs> Yeah. Is, uh, like, and if somebody, if maybe there was somebody at the library that could be up on what tables are open, that might help as well. The yeah, anybody can pull this web page up yeah. that'll have all the pictures. I'm thinking about bringing a projector and just, you know, showing the, showing it that way. Maybe I don't know. But. Yeah, in the main gaming hall, because library yeah. is kind of off. Right. A little bit from the yeah. where a lot of people go. show it in the foyer or something where we show the geek buzz yeah. top ten list or whatever. Taking the pictures reminds me of Dice Tower Con. Yeah. Um, because one of the things I like about BGG Con and Dice Tower Con that like Origins doesn't do is the gaming room is open twenty four hours, right? Yes. So right. no matter how long you want to go for or when you're up or whatever, if, you know, you can just go and that's awesome. But obviously there's like a dip in the you know three AM time zone, sure. you know, right? Right, right. And at Dice Arcon that's true too, but they have a stalwart volunteer manning the library so the people who are playing can still check out games. That's <laughs> and awesome. Wow. This guy had the best thing going on. Every night at like 3.30 a.m. or like 3.35 a.m. or something, he took a photo of the gaming hall 
and posted okay. it on the Facebook group. Okay. So who was there? And like inevitably, there were like two or three tables going, but um, it was so much fun, and uh, it was it was highly amusing. And, and so your photos of the rooms remind me. It's like who yeah. was on the twelfth floor? You know, whatever. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Right. It might be a good thing that you do have cameras. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, that's that too. Yeah, yeah. As long as people are, you know, sign a waiver or at least are knowledgeable that this is happening, I don't think. Well, if it's so low res, I don't think you have to. Worry yeah, about it. it's going to be low res, and I'm gonna I'm gonna post it up on the website with some test pictures I've taken in the next couple of days. And if anybody, you know, I I, I don't want to be a jerk about it, but if anybody really has a problem with it, I think it has brings enough benefit to the convention that we're gonna do it anyway. And there are 950 people who would love to get your ticket if it. I was just gonna say, there's got to be way. Waiting people okay yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, not not that you know, I I I, I don't want to be that way. I, I want everybody to be able to come to our event, uh, but it just you know too many people want to do that now. So that's why we're doing more of them. For sure. So. Where where do you see Jeff? Where do you see BGG as far as um, attendance cap? Like, what's your ideal? Uh, are you talking three four thousand? What's your ideal? Uh, well, that's a that's a great question that I hope the cameras are going to help me solve because I'm going to actually watch table usage. I want tables to be full, but I don't want people, you know, sitting down playing games right outside the bathroom in the hallway. Uh, I want it to be comfortable. I want people to feel like it's it's a good time. I think What's that wrong with number. Bathrooms? <laughs> I think that number is gonna be probably around three thousand or so. I mean, it, I might be able to squeeze thirty-five hundred, but um, in the location you are in now, in the location we're at now, wow. it, it depends on utilization of these other floors. Does that uh, does that mean that you'd be able to allow more people that are currently on the waiting list to make it this year, or you're gonna? Wait for I, future years. I think we're going to have to use this year as an experiment just so that we do it right. So I don't, I don't think I'm going to, you know, relieve any pressure on the current waiting list. I, I can't open any more tickets yet because it's such an unknown quantity. And we don't, we're very conservative. We don't like to do things that have, that might go wrong. You know, we sure. we try and run the best show possible. <laughs> but it's also, I mean. Once you get to you know beyond three thousand, beyond four thousand, five thousand, I don't know where the number is really, but you know it started two hundred and twenty people that had met online and wanted to get together as friends, and we don't want to lose that feel. We don't want to be a big con. We right. we want to feel like a small con still. I like agree. Still I would agree with in. that too. That's that's exactly what I missed when I was at Gen and, Con. And yeah. another factor is our library. You know we have four thousand games. But um, to support 4,000 people who all want to play the same game or the same 200 games, we start to have to now get 10 copies of mm. the right games, and mm. it's hard to pick what those games are. Oh, for sure. And, and our, our library, I mean, frankly, I'm already bringing two semi-truckloads worth of stuff every year. Um, and it's all in my airplane hangar. I mean, that's where we store it. Is literally in an airplane hangar with pallet racking and everything. Um, wow. We just we can't. Uh, I don't think the li I don't think the convention can get any bigger because I don't really think our library can get much bigger than it is. That makes sense. So I there, mean, there, it, that's it your hard like, that's your hard bottleneck. 
Yeah, it, it certainly could, but I don't. I I'm fairly confident we would lose the feel of the convention. Right. And that's not something I'm willing to give up. No. But I can. It, it's really easy to run a three thousand person convention multiple times, more so than it is to run one six thousand person convention. Right. That's a good way of looking at it. Because I, I know for for me, uh, it's BGG Spring that draws me more just because I have kids. So yeah, I'd, I'd rather go to that. Or BGG can. Or, or well, I'd much rather go to BGG can. <laughs> I mean, come on. Don't you know yes, that's the new hotness? Can. Yes, you can. We gotta start a campaign. Yes, yes. you can. Yes, we can. Yes. You yes. Can. So um, guys, there's like you know, I think that there's a general recognition that our hobby is growing and really? growing rapidly, right? Yeah. Um. So, I mean, I would assume that there's got to be some kind of correlation to convention demand and attendance. I mean, maybe I'm just imagining that. But then, let's let's for for argument's sake, let's say there is a correlation. Then, you know, theoretically, you know, all curves must dip. And so, you know, do you do you worry about that? Do you anticipate that? Do you just, you know? Sky's the limit. Go for it. Like we're gonna grow and be eight thousand people or whatever. Or do you, do you, how do you, how do you, hedge your bets on things like that, or do you just not worry about it? I know that's probably a better question for Brian, mentioning you know, the size that he wants to get to. For us, it's we don't worry about it because we we're you know we've been doing this ten years. Um, and yeah, there's been a lot of new conventions starting up um, in the last couple of years. Dice Tower Con, Grand Con, uh, you know, a little bit older than that is Geekway to the West, a gr another great convention. There's certainly demand uh, for it. Our perspective, like I said, we're we're not going to get bigger. We're just going to get more of, and uh, at least for for right now. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying never to anything, but. Um, that's how we mitigate it is by sticking with the logistics we know. Right. And part of, part of that too, like Susie, is um, it's it's a you have to look at both sides because you have to you have to deal with the vendors and/or publishers, if you will. Mm -hmm. uh, there's literally like a convention a month now, if not a trade show every month, and sometimes yeah. two or three now. It's a good point. Yeah, so it just means for the for you know I work I work with R and R of course you know as as uh, my Clark Kent job, <laughs> um, but uh, uh, you know as as far as the the scheduling is concerned it's 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 a logistical nightmare uh, and it's mm -hmm. getting it's getting harder to pick and choose so now now you know yeah you you're you're putting vendors in the situation you're like well. Uh, starting in November, they're looking at their budget and their time and their scheduling for the following year, and you have to have your show ready, booked, and set um, for them to say, okay, I'm going to that one, I'm going to that one. And sometimes they may say, well, we're not coming this year because you know we got, we're going to skip a year. We're going to skip a couple of years because we're going to go attend these other ones too because they want to get to people that they haven't met yet or mm -hmm. seen yet because for yeah. a publisher or any other vendor, they want to sell their wares, right? So it's not always that they want to go back and back and back, so they have to have you know something that will pull them in year after year for your for your show. Yeah. Um, and I don't hold it. I don't hold it against anybody if somebody says, "Hey, we're not going to come back for a couple of years," 
because then it, you know, otherwise they start saturating your market with your presence. You know, they're every year they're like, oh, we see you every year. So it's a really good point. Yeah. yeah. So that's a, that's a tough, you know, that's all business and marketing, and um, we could all go on for hours about that, all of us, I'm sure. So, <laughs> but oh, please, you can no. make a board game about it. Let's do that. Let's make a board. Actually, game. somebody asked you to make a con board game. Well, there is the S. There's two S in games. Yeah, but no, about managing a con, about running a convention. Like running a con, yeah. yeah. It's a lot like Kanban. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All yeah. right. Well, you know what, guys? It is 1.04 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for those of us on the East Coast. Uh, so I think we're going to have to wrap. What do you think? Wrap? Let's wrap. wrap. All right. So thanks very much, guys, for coming. Uh, Jeff, it was awesome to meet you. Uh, Brian, yeah, I met you a long time ago, but we're cool. And I'm so sad that I won't be able to get out to Grand Con this year, but we'll make plans for, for the future. I know, I was doing the cry face earlier. Um, <laughs> and, of course, uh, you know, David, thank you so much for sticking around, and thank you so much for the help that you're doing with the audio. Suze, uh, you know we love you, and you're always welcome on the show, of course. Um, so let's just end this by saying, hey, go to cons, people, really. That's what it's all about. Uh, from a designer's perspective, from a gamer's perspective, Break out of your mold, go out there, meet new people, play new games, do new things, and yeah. basically, you know, just have fun. And if you want to get a hold of us, this is where you can reach us. We are here all the time. So or you can just talk to me at a con. Yeah, you're always going to be in a whole bunch of them. Watch for the van, right? Yeah, oh, yeah watch for our, our food truck, our game truck. <laughs> all right, thanks very much, and we'll talk to you all later. Good night. So long. Good night. Yay.